finding balance to live a fulfilling and abundant life? Hmm. Well, let's take a journey together to be empowered for greatness. You ready? Let's talk about it. Hello, hello, it's your girl, Natasha Paris, the empowerment strategist and the transformational speaker here with the Empower You 2 podcast. And I'm super excited. Why? Because it is visual, right? Because you guys have had, you know, me on audio and you were able to hear my voice. But today you get to see me and hear me at the same time. And I have an amazing guest with me. And we're going to really talk because today's topic is is finding love when you thought it didn't exist. Woo, that is deep. I hope it resonates with you. And so with that said, I want you to go to your favorite platform and I want you to hit the five star button. And I want you to do what? I want you to leave a comment, leave a comment if this topic and this conversation, as well as, you know, if you, you know, you just like it, just send a comment, right? Because I want to hear from you because this is the Empower You 2 podcast. So let's welcome my first guest. I have the pleasure of introducing Miss Echo, her DJ, but she's going to tell you a little bit about who she is and super excited to have you. Hey, well, thank you for having me, Natasha. Oh my goodness. Okay, so tell us who are you, um, where you're from, and give us some background, right? Because you found love and she's gorgeous, right? She is gorgeous, right? <laughs> she is gorgeous. She is gorgeous and how were you able to find love? So tell us a little bit about who you are first, of course. Okay. So my name is Dewana. Um, yes. Uh, everyone calls me DJ. Yeah. Talk to um, me. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. I'm 43 years old. I have two beautiful daughters. Yes. Um, I'm a travel coordinator. Um, uh, I was born in New York City. Yay! You know, Brooklyn, yeah. she was, you were in the what? Manhattan? Yes, Manhattan. Yes, Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, yeah, I was born in um, Manhattan, Harlem Hospital, raised the majority of my life in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. Okay, okay. Uh, big difference. <laughs> yeah, big difference. Uh-huh. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you were married for how long? So we were married for about six six years. Six years, and it didn't work out, and you ended up being divorced. What was that like? Just that level of emotional loss. What was that like for you? It was it was very hard, and it definitely was very emotional going okay. through that period because you know you never look um, as if you're going to get married and ever have a divorce. You never, you never think that that would ever be possible. Right. Um, So when it did happen, separation and things occurred, Mm -hmm. the biggest um, pain was looking at at the children, you know, seeing how things would affect them and how different life would be afterwards. Right. Um, And just, you know, also trying to hold on, but then realizing that it's a good idea to just let go. And just let go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But girl, you found love in an unexpected place. And when you were not even looking, let's talk about it, because there's so many women and men who, you know, have been through that that emotional loss. And let me say this. Right. 
divorce, and I've, I'm a divorcee. Um, I'm not pushing divorce, but I am saying is that there's emotional wellness that can happen as a result afterwards, right? You don't have to be in that dark place. But oftentimes there are people who have gone through that loss and they think that this is it. I'm done. There are no good people out there, but that is not true. That is not true. So talk about that. Like, where were you when you met your love? So a girlfriend and I were hungry one evening (laughs) and she was like, come on, let's go get some wings. I know know it's time for you to eat. You're hungry. So I was like, yes, I'm out here working, but I, I could use a break. Uh-huh. So we did go to uh, Hamilton, the restaurant in D.C. Oh, I love that restaurant. So yes. Her and I were eating at Hamilton and um, I was starving. So I had some chicken wings. I mean, I'm tearing these chicken wings. You're like, oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I had no idea that anyone would ever be looking at me because sure. the way I was tearing these chicken wings. <laughs> I love it. It was nothing cute and it was yes. Quite. Yes, yes. I love it. She says, that gentleman over there is looking at you. So I turn around, I look look up, and this big old guy is just cheesing at me, just just smiling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, girl, stop. Mm-hmm. So I just went on and start eating my food again. Mm-hmm. So I asked for the check, and um, the waitress said, that gentleman over there took care of your check. Don't we like that? Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> okay. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so I had to go over afterwards and thank him. Of course. Um, and it was very, very pleasant conversation. Mm. And he didn't even ask me for my number. So that made me give him my number. I was impressed with that. It was a nice conversation. No pressure. Yes. And so that made me want to give him my number. And then we've been like best friends since. And how long has it been since? So we've been dating, excuse me. Yeah, dating for six years and just got engaged. Recently. Yes. about a year ago. Okay, so let's talk about, because on my podcast, I talk about, as a licensed therapist, I talk about the importance of being whole. And I did this event, um, Souls Singles at Zion Church, okay? And one of the things that I often say, and I said it there, was that it is so important to be whole, emotionally whole, to attract wholeness. So what do you think that you did at that moment? I shouldn't say at that moment because you were eating your chicken wings. You weren't thinking about it. But you were with this gentleman for about six years. Talk about just coming from where you were to being available emotionally and still working on yourself to continue that attraction for him to say, you know what? We've been doing this. Now it's about time for us to jump the broom because I see you as the woman for me. So, and that would be like your second marriage. So talk about that. I know that's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would say, I don't know if I was emotionally ready at the time okay. of meeting him, but okay. I was uh, susceptible of friendship and that's what, mm-hmm. what I needed, you know? And he was that friend and he was a ball of love, which was different than I've ever uh, experienced before. Tell me why why was that different for you? Um, I just never had someone sh- express love that where where we weren't connected, whether it be physically connected, yeah. So he g- gave me love before there was physical oh, wow. a physical between oh, us. Look he at just that. showed me love and I've never experienced that, so that made me open up. 
um, and more susceptible to uh, doing something, starting something anew. Look at that. Because he came with a different objective. Exactly. And But you were emotionally ready to receive. I was. I you was. had to have been. You're right. You're right. You had to have been emotionally ready because oftentimes there are women who meet amazing guys, but they push them away because they're like, this is foreign. I've not seen this before. What's his ulterior motive? What's what is behind him pretending to love me when in fact he actually genuinely authentically love you and care about you? But you were emotionally available. And this is what I tell people all the time. It's like you cannot be present for someone if you are not present with your feelings and you were. Mm-hmm. How were you able to be present emotionally just for him? Because he was showing that kind of love. So to receive it just makes you want to give it in return. That's how mm-hmm. it felt for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was getting that from him. It just made me feel comfortable to give it give it wow. in return. Look at that. So I know it's not a big question no it's a simple answer it's a simple answer you just you just reciprocated what he gave you exactly okay yeah and i love that for you so let's talk to three points i love three points one two three it's easy for people to remember Mm -hmm. for the viewers to remember what are three things that you would say some golden nuggets some recommendations you would share with someone else who who've gone through some loss wanting to be in another relationship what would you say in retrospect or right now would help them navigate going from here to there what would you say in the middle that that three question i mean i should say that three tip golden nugget recommendation you would give to someone who wants to be where you are now so i believe it's part of a healing process right Mm. we all need to heal um, and I, a lot of people are not willing to make that step, that heal, that step to heal towards healing. Healing thyself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, a lot of times people find it hard to uh, look within and uh, do a self evaluation. So, through my divorce, I realized that there were things that I could have done differently. Uh, there's things that I learned and I took that on and became a better person. So yes. although divorce was, it was a hard time for me. Yes. I've become this wonderful person today. Mm. I've become uh, and grown to be who I am and I am and proud of today because of the divorce. So some of those things that I've learned, those three things, those big things that help me heal and help me grow mm. is uh, to forgive. Wow, that's a big one, DJ. Forgiveness. So not only forgiving that other person, but forgiving myself. Oh, I say that in my episodes. Please talk about it. Okay, okay. It's so easy, you know, for us to always blame the other person, right? Her other person did this, the other person did that. Uh, But essentially... I, a lot of times I, I would criticize myself. Mm. I should have done this. I shouldn't have accepted this. Or I was so dumb in my marriage. Why did mm. I Why did I not see this? Why did I, Look you know, I blame myself a lot for not, for right. being so naive. And so when I came out of the marriage, I realized that I needed to forgive myself for not knowing. I needed to forgive myself for the mistakes. Mm. Um, and then I also needed to forgive the other person. And uh, that was key to moving on. 
um, moving forward because they say, you know, you got to forgive. You don't forgive necessarily for the other person. You forgive for yourself. Absolutely. Part of your healing process. Yes. So forgiving, um, holding myself accountable. Holding yourself. That this, that's the second golden nugget. Is I would, Yeah. For me. Yeah. Okay. So I learned to hold myself accountable. And what does that mean? So realizing that there were things that I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, there's a lot of things that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back, hey, I could have done this and maybe this would have changed the outcome a little bit, you know, right. or just been a little bit more outspoken yeah. and just realizing that there, there there were things that I also and just put instead of putting the blame just solely on the other person. Mm. Hey, you, you can take and hold yourself accountable for some of the things. That I like well. that. I like that. OK. Um, and third, setting boundaries. Oh, go ahead. Talk about it, please. <laughs> So um, what I learned was um, looking in retrospect, looking back at on my marriage, I learned that there were no boundaries. I was a young wife. He was a young husband. We were just living life, partying and doing a whole lot of things that we shouldn't have been doing, to be honest. Right. Um, so there were no boundaries that I set uh, okay. for the marriage that I set for myself. And so coming out of it, I learned to set boundaries for myself, for my own life and holding myself accountable for my own okay. life. Okay. Wow, those are okay. Okay, so you said forgiveness, not this, and I've spoken about this on many episodes. Forgiveness is super important, and it is not for the other person. Guys, hear me when I say this, my listeners. It is not for the other person. It is for you because forgiveness, if you don't forgive, what it does is it's like I say, and I've said this before, it's like having rocks attached to your ankle and somebody throws you in the Atlantic Ocean and you can't swim to the top because those rocks are so heavy is bringing you further, further, deeper and deeper. Right. So you say forgiveness, you said um, accountability. Yeah. Right. And then you said third, being in a place where, tell me again, setting boundaries, setting boundaries. Wow. That is super amazing. So for our listeners, Based on that, what wisdom would you shed right now, like for the person now that you're with, right? So how do you not do the same things that you've done before? Like, how do you prevent yourself from going in that that direction? And what would you say to someone who who say, I want love. And when you finally find it, Mm -hmm. what do you do? Just one thing. What would you say? Just continue doing doing something different and sticking with 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 it you know um being consistent having communication um and you know setting setting those whatever it is that um that you're you're saying that you want to change actually actually taking those actions and doing them and following through Faith without works is dead. Absolutely. It is dead. I mean, you cannot say you want something, but yet you're not willing to do the work. And you say, be okay with different. Absolutely. Because if you keep doing the (sighs) same thing, how are you expecting a different outcome? Well, isn't it the saying, right? You keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. And that is the definition of insanity. Wow. I love that. DJ, you are just... uh, (laughs) Uh, Look, I love this because you know what? You are 
an example that it can exist, that you can come from something so tragic, so emotionally uh, detrimental and come to a place where you find peace and love and someone will still see you as valuable. Right. And, you know, essentially everything starts within, you know? Yes. Happiness, peace, it yes. starts within. So the changes have to be done with them. I love first. that. Yeah. I love that. You heard it first. You heard it first from our girl DJ, right? You know, so on Empower You 2 podcast, we really delve really in deep talking about being able to find love after experiencing something so traumatic and tragic and loss. And so with that said, we are so grateful that you were here today taking, you know, time out of your busy schedule to be with me on on my podcast and to be present for all of our viewers who are listening and watching. Um, And so with that said, you know what I say, you know what I say, I say be empowered for greatness because without greatness, there's no you and without you, there's no greatness. Amen. Thank you for having me, by the way. Of course. I love you. I love you. If you are loving this content and our time together as we become empowered for greatness and you want to connect with me more, I would love for you to come and check out my self-empowerment scholars. It's my monthly empowerment sessions where we take all of the materials learned on the podcast and apply it and study it and take it to the next level. So join me over at Empower You, the letter U, to right? The number two dot com forward slash join, or you can text the word empower to 571-464-6511. That's text the word empower to 571-464-6511. Also, if you've ever gained an ounce of wisdom or the episode resonated with you, I simply ask that you do four things. The first is I want you to subscribe right now if you have not done so already. The second is I want you to hit that five-star button on your favorite platform. The third is I want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear how it has resonated for you. In addition, the last, I want you to share this message with someone. It allows us to spread the message of empowerment to those who are desperately in need. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and I want you to be what? Empowered for greatness. See you soon. Bye.